You know, you got to hand it to those Democrats. They're always coming up with creative new ways to undercut the Constitution and undermine your First Amendment rights, especially if your name is Donald John Trump. What's up? This is Mark A. Saves the Republic. Thanks so much for joining me. I'm back in studio today, back at the uh, the the Patriot HQ to broadcast our show live from Jacksonville, Florida. We're putting together Mark A. Saves the Republic, the podcast. Well, I mean, what you're listening to right now, we have a busy day. First of all, I'm very excited in just a few minutes. Um, well, I mean, we're going to be talking with Congresswoman Kat Kamak from Florida's third district. She's incredible. And she's been on a tear, not, not only with TikTok, but with this Donald Trump stuff and and the Democrats and the weaponization of the United States government and uh, its agencies, which is a bit, you know, that's like seems to be that's the buzzword. That's a, it's almost like Democrats have ha, Democrats have, have almost redefined the word government to mean a political weapon that we use to destroy our enemies, uh, imprison them, take away all of their constitutional rights, the freedom of speech, the press, religion, uh, freedom to assemble, um, and then, you know, use it to make sure that we solidify our power base forever and ever. Amen. That's basically the new definition of government. If it hasn't made it to the Merriam-Webster's Dictionary yet. But, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure down the road they're going to have no choice but to but to update that information. Uh, so that's very exciting. We're going to chit chat with her and we'll bring you parts of that interview on the show today. We'll bring you the full interview tomorrow in the podcast. And of course, we'll play some of it, I'm sure, on Newsmax later on this week. Um, but, you know, something else that's exciting is we ran a poll as soon as Donald Trump was indicted. And if you go to uh, markkshow.com, markkshow.com, you can run the poll. And it basically the question is, will Trump's arrest help him get reelected in 2024 or not? Nah? And most people, I think all the people said it's going to help. Nobody thinks it's not going to help. Are you more likely to vote for Trump in 2024 or less likely after his indictment? A, a resounding amount of people said they are now more likely. And in fact, that coincides with another poll, another poll that was reported on in Breitbart, how Donald Trump's um, arraignment, or I'm sorry, Donald Trump's uh, indictment has really excited, you know, indictment equals excitement for the MAGA base. That's basically what we found. Indicted, excited. That's what that's what the Republicans are becoming. And this new poll um, basically outlines how Donald Trump has now been, uh, I mean, you really want to say turned into legend or, uh, you know, iconified, if that's even a word, but he has become an icon of, uh, you know, of the victims of political persecution, and he has risen to even more prominence and power than before. Uh, Basically, what happened is Donald Trump's poll numbers continue to climb, went up and up and up, and now uh, Donald Trump has a higher rating and a higher poll uh, lead over Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley and everyone else running for president on the Republican ticket than he ever has before. He's got like a 26 point lead. He's over the 52 percent mark, I, I, I think. And it's it's really and that's what we're finding on our poll, too. Um, and then our final question was, who benefits? Mo- or, sorry, we had two more questions. Who benefits most from Trump's arrest? A lot of people think Ron DeSantis. A lot of people think Donald Trump. And of course, who will pay the price for Trump's arrest? This is interesting. A lot of people say D.A. Alvin Bragg, but a lot of people also say Ron DeSantis is going to pay the price because it's going to be a tougher row for him to hoe. It's going to be a tougher uh, uphill climb for Ron DeSantis now that Donald Trump is becoming more and more popular. And the interesting thing about this uh, this latest poll that Breitbart mentioned is not only did you see a lot of folks say, you know what, I'm going to support Donald Trump in the primary. I'm also going to support him in the in the general. 
people are saying whether it's a, a protest vote or because they're just they want to stick it to the Democrats, which, by the way, nothing would stick it to the Democrats more than Donald Trump being reelected president at this point. Um, I mean, it's really all you can. It's really all we can do to stop them. Um, but the but the second thing is a lot of people have been giving money. Four million dollars has been raised since Donald Trump's indictment. And the interesting thing is four million dollars. That money doesn't come from big donors because a lot of them are looking elsewhere. Sure, we've we've heard the reports. A lot of them are looking at Ron DeSantis. We know that a lot of big players, in the RNC, uh, we know Mitch McConnell and a couple other rhinos are are trying to push that money elsewhere to candidates that they think are more palatable for the American voter. The the people that they believe are more um, controllable and fall in line with the government narrative. And of course the Republican party narrative of what a president should be, you know, you know, the people we're talking about. Um, but those month, that money, that $4 million has come from small first time donors. That's very important. Small first time donors. That's where they, that's where the important messaging comes in because Donald Trump is getting, it's now like a Bernie Sanders play. Bernie Sanders made so much money and he got so much prominence and he moved so far in the, in the election because of small first time donors, people who'd never, uh, and you remember Bernie Sanders would go out and say, just send a dollar, a dollar, $2, whatever you can send, send $2 and it, anything helps, anything helps. And he became funny fact, a millionaire because of all those $1 and $2 donations. Donald Trump is now starting to see the same thing. Probably more than one or two dollars, because let's face it, even even poor conservatives have more money than poor Democrats. Um, so you're like 10, 15 bucks here and there. But all that money, all that four million dollars that they've raised since Thursday has come in as a result of small uh, first time donors. And if you think about all the time, like Donald Trump first ran for president in 2016. He ran again in 2020. This is now his third chance or his third time uh, going up to the plate to run for president. And now. 12 years later or, you know, eight years later, you still have a whole ton of Republicans out there who've never donated to the campaign. And finally, they're stepping up because this is the last straw. The Democrats have pushed them over the edge. This bastardization of the of the Constitution, this weaponization of the federal government and and the state and local government in New York, the the uh, the payments that this D.A. has received from George Soros. I mean, think about this. This isn't just the Democrats domestically attacking a potential political candidate or a, or a presidential candidate. This is a foreign agent in the form of George Soros, a foreigner intervening in our political process. I mean, if you think of the Democrats have always accepted so much money from this guy, they're not going to stop. And D.A. Alvin Bragg is probably one of the worst. I mean, he is he got he I don't I don't know if he's still cashing checks or not. But the only reason he's D.A. is because George Soros wanted him there and George Soros paid to get him there. And so you've got you've got uh, you know, when they say all we've I uh, pledge allegiance to whatever uh, to when the uh, take the presidential oath or the oath of office, all enemies, foreign and domestic. Well, We've got both. Our enemies foreign are not just Japan and Russia and China and everyone else, but I'm not Japan. Japan's our ally. Sorry, China, not just China and Russia and Xi Jinping and everyone else. Um, but they're also domestically, I, I'm sorry, it's also George Soros, you know, billionaire Austrian dude. And then, of course, you've got our domestic enemies, which are anybody who runs uh, or was elected as a Democrat on the ticket. Now, speaking of the Democrats being enemies, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, they always find, I say this all the time, they're evil people. They're demonic people. They're soulless, heartless, greedy, bastard people. And that's all true. They care nothing about you. They care nothing about this country. All they care about is solidifying power for themselves. 
All they care about is what they want to do, what they want to have. They don't care about the Constitution. They don't care about our history. They don't care about the United States of America. They don't call it. They don't care about equality. Equality is a buzzword they can put on a campaign sticker so that they get money from from transgender people and and, uh, you know, and you know, women who they can convince abortion is the key to all happiness, all this other crap. It's just everything for them is propaganda to use for political advancement. And so these people, they're they're horrible people. Well, I'll give you that. But they're not stupid. It'd be better if they were dumb, but they're not, unfortunately. And they keep coming up with creative ways to stifle their opponents. In this particular case, Donald Trump. And one of them is not just the arrest that's going to happen tomorrow in New York, but the gag order that the judge in New York City, apparently everyone believes is going to place uh, on uh, on Donald Trump, on President Trump when he goes there. There is, let me click on this here, uh, Breitbart reports that the Manhattan judges are going to place a gag order on Donald Trump. The legal team representing former President Donald Trump reportedly expects that the Manhattan judge will put a gag order on him as the case awaits trial. A source close to the legal team told the Daily Mail the judge will take an unprecedented step to silence the 2024 presidential candidate. The gag order could potentially undercut his ability to campaign on the issue of legal corruption during the primary. Now, think about this. Not only has George Soros found a way to get his hand chosen Manhattan D.A. to trump up ridiculous charges to get Donald Trump arrested. But and again, nobody thinks these charges are going to stick. Nobody thinks these charges are real or legitimate or or provable in a court of law. Nobody thinks Donald Trump's guilty of anything. They hope, but they don't have the evidence. But think about what this means. If they arrest him and he goes before a judge and the judge issues a gag order, then what basically that does is it silences Donald Trump from speaking out on one of the most important issues, which is government and political corruption. It keeps Donald Trump from speaking out about this case, about the DA, about Alvin Bragg. And that is a huge problem uh, or that's a huge boon, rather, to the Democrats. And that's potentially one of the biggest reasons why they did it. They could have said, you know what? We don't even have the proof. We don't need it. We can't prove this in a court of law. Ain't nobody going to believe the president did any of this stuff. We don't have the paper trail. We don't have the names. It's all BS. But if we charge him and we arraign him, then we can get a judge to order him to stop going on true social and calling us names. Then we can get a judge to order us to uh, order him to stop going on there and saying that I'm politically corrupt uh, or that the uh, the Dem- the Democrats are weaponizing the justice system, which we all know they are. So that could happen if it does. It then falls to other people to do it. And you've got a lot of them. you got Jim Jordan in the uh, House of Representatives, who's always I mean, he's in charge of the weaponization of government committee. He's the guy that you want sounding the alarm on all this. You've got, you know, other people like Congresswoman Kat Kamek, and we'll talk to her here in just a minute about that. You've got all, I mean, there's so many people. There's so many people involved who could get out there. You've got Don Jr. who could speak about it. You've got, you've got, you know, uh, Elise Stefanik. You've got, I mean, every, and everybody should be, and I'll be doing it too. If they gag Donald Trump uh, and tell him you can't talk about Alvin uh, Bragg, then I'll, you know what? I'll just become his surrogate. And I'll go on there and I'll send truths about whatever he wants me to send truths about and tweets about whatever he wants me to send tweets about because it is really, truly an unruly and unjust system. And it's something that the Democrats are using, again, for their own political advantage because they don't want to cede power to the one person who continues to grab more and more of it. And it's by the Democrats' own, they're doing it. There, a lot of people say this is by design. They know Donald Trump can't win the general election, so they want everyone to vote for him in the primary. Oh, really? I wouldn't be too sure about that. I wouldn't be too sure about that. If there's something we're learning 
about the MAGA movement, if there's something we're learning about the America first movement, it's that the more you try to stifle it, the bigger and bigger it gets. And, and the problem the Democrats have is that the ideals and the, uh, and the agendas and the, and the rights and the um, promises of this country and of our founding fathers are so big and so vast and so broad and so amazing that it, it cut, you know, it, it, people can't remove it from their soul. I mean, in the school systems, they're doing their best to try to get it out. But there are people out there who know what America is about. They know what the promise of this country is. And they know how fan- fantastic a place this is. And they know that it's under attack. And sure, you may have sat back and thought, nah, Joe Biden's a good guy. I'll vote for him because Donald Trump's loud. You may have sat back and said, you know what? I, the Democrats, they're, they may be a little sure they want to take more of my money, but I don't think they mean any harm. Well, the last two years has washed all that away. What we're seeing with the Hunter Biden story, what we're seeing with Joe Biden's Chinese, um, you know, money uh, schemes, what we're seeing Joe Biden do with our military, what we're seeing him do with our border. I mean, more, most specifically, all of these things, they just show us over and over and over again that, hey, you know what? He is that bad. They really are trying to tear down our country. They really are trying to normalize the abnormal. They really are trying to turn us into a banana republic. These, these guys really want to take control of everything, and they're not going to stop. They're going to take our guns. They're going to tell us to shut up. If, they don't, if, we, uh, if we rise up and say we don't like this and we, and we uh, protest against them, they're going to throw us in prison without any proof. In fact, they're going to hide the proof like they did with um, QAnon Shaman. Uh, what's his name? Um, uh, you know the guy. And, um, and they're going to do, um, do that to everybody else. They're going to do it to as many people as they can. Because that's all they care about. They don't care about politics for the future of the United States of America. They don't care about politics for the betterment of the United States of citizens. They care about politics for financial and political and power gain. And, uh, and we have to put a stop to them. And one of the best ways to do that would be, you know, at this point, as many of these first-time donors are finding out, re-elect the man they hate the most. And that is Donald Trump. Anyway, we'll be watching this. Like I said, we'll talk to Kat Kamek about this a little bit later today. If you want to take our poll, you can go to markeshow.com. We'd love to get your information. Also, we're giving away free Trump stickers, free, free Trump stickers. They say free Trump and they're free. You just pay shipping. Um, and you can do, get one of those at teamfreetrump.com. Teamfreetrump.com. Go there, get yourself a sticker. We'll mail it out. I think we, we, I mean, we blew through the first batch pretty quickly. We have new stickers that are on order. They're being printed. So, you know, they're, they're on the way to you, uh, but they've been very popular and a lot of people want to stick them on their own cars and other people's cars. And, and, you know, as I'm sure Donald Trump gets arraigned as he travels to New York today and gets arraigned tomorrow. And if the gag order is placed on him and this goes to the Supreme court, which is where it will definitely end up. um, It's going to be, it's going to be a really interesting, interesting situation. Uh, Anyway, definitely tune into the show today. We have a lot to talk about, plus some more of our memories and experiences from the bourbon trail, which was just an exquisite trip. So much fun. And I'm glad we did it. Uh, Not to rub it in your face, but you know, we did it and you didn't. I mean, yeah, I I guess that's rubbing in your face. All right. I take it back. I guess I didn't mean to rub it in your face, but listen, uh, we're, we're all in this together, folks. Subscribe to this podcast. If you haven't already spread the word, if they gag Donald Trump, then we're going to need you to definitely keep spreading the word because he's not going to be able to do it on his own. He's going to need all of our help. Um, so like I said, whether it's subscribe or follow or like whatever the button says, click it right now. And each and every day you'll get a new episode of this podcast. So you can learn who is attacking us and how we can all work together to save the Republic.